0: Welcome to Bitverse Byte, a weekly podcast about the web industry, tools and techniques upcoming and in use today. My name is Adam Listek, a web developer from Northern California and Central Illinois. So first up, some news. Netflix is getting a new TV interface. An update to the uh, interface for all of the various devices is rolling out to members worldwide today. It, It was vaguely announced. Though, in terms of what devices and timelines are being actually supported and rolled out, so who knows when it will make it to all the places. The only reason I really mention this is I hope that they get rid of that autoplay feature with sound. I don't mind the autoplay as long as the sound doesn't run, and it never seems to be configurable on anything or any device that I'm looking at. It looks better, but I wait to see if they remove that feature if only because it would make my life easier considering how much Netflix I consume. Moving on, uh, in WordPress news, Gutenberg 3.3 and WordPress 4.9.8 Beta 2 is coming out. Um, Gutenberg itself has some new blocks, notably the archives and recent comments. It's mostly in a refinement stage at this point. It's having completed what they say is the minimum viable product kind of earlier in the month with 3.2. And the next release of WordPress, it's a point release, will contain a big fix to the memory usage issue that a couple folks are seeing. It's actually a bug in PHP for the stream get wrappers function that's triggered in kind of increasing frequency by the last release of WordPress. This doesn't fully eliminate it, but it does reduce the likelihood of seeing it. Uh, Finally, uh, BuzzFeed actually did a site redesign, so recently they unveiled the redesign of their site, and it mimics the look of a lot of traditional newspaper sites in many ways. I can't say I'm surprised as they are looking to kind of increase their legitimacy, having traditionally really been known as creators of just funny or clickbait type content, additionally kind of with the backlash behind many of the social media networks especially around clickbait content. Transitioning to be taken more seriously will position them to kind of be part of this new world of content shared on the various social media networks and elsewhere. It's a nice enough look, and it's fascinating to be seen applied to BuzzFeed, as it's certainly not the one I would have expected even two years ago. So kind of moving on, uh, a couple links and resources I found. Uh, There was an article by Troy Hunt. Uh, He's the creator of Have I Been Owned? which is a fantastic uh, website and service. And he was talking about using Azure Functions and Cloudflare Workers, which are both serverless type of um, environments for this A-B testing, uh, deployment, uh, slots, which is kind of specific to Azure, and this DNS rollover for kind of these seamless application updates and testing and new features. It's really just a great article about the various technologies, solutions uh, for the problems he was facing, and kind of how they all interoperate together. If you're interested in that kind of thing, uh, links will be in the overview, but uh, great article and definitely something cool to check out. And if you haven't looked at Have I Been Owned, then certainly do that. It's a great site. Uh, next, there is a good article by Coldwall uh, on setting up Xdebug for use in VS Code to debug PHP. Not the first article I've seen on this, but it seemed pretty well written, and uh, it was of interest to me recently having to do some of that. So check it out, a useful link and pretty easy setup overall. And finally, uh, there is this ChatHooks uh, Go application that I found on GitHub. Uh, it's, it was the reason I was looking for this is because I was trying to transition some slack messages uh, traditionally some applications that we're trying to send to slack and i wanted those to go to uh, google chat instead it's the uh, alternative for slack that google has and it, it, i want to translate those messages so they would go in there instead of into slack and so this is kind of a useful utility to either write that transform um, or in any number of different ways it's pretty cool little utility. That being said, kind of what I've also tried looking at is using Cloudflare workers for this. And really what I've been trying to do is I realized I can point an application to a URL that I'm basically looking at the route uh, for Cloudflare workers at. And since it's running Node.js, well, the V8 engine, you can really use that to intercept the request, reformat it in any way you want, and then send it along to wherever. So really, I'm probably going to end up doing this in Cloudflare Workers, and so far it looks really cool, and it's been working pretty well. Uh, Just another use I hadn't thought about, but works works well and something to check out. So finally, I kind of want to talk about um, these social media shifts that we're kind of seeing over time. So it's not the first time I've kind of mentioned some of this, but, you know, when looking over the recent BuzzFeed redesign, it did get me thinking about what this means for the shifting landscape of social media and various organizations that cater to that. You know, and additionally, there was a related article about a uh, site called Dipley and how they're being hurt by Facebook algorithm changes. And what you, what I think you see there is this pendulum kind of swinging the other way from what it was where traditionally it was towards this clickbait generally useless content really just to drive ad revenue and certainly that's underlying most of this as places need to make money but due to the various you know things that have happened the outrage and that kind of stuff it has swung towards legitimate useful content you know, Google, for example, has been moving this way for years with their search algorithm, rewarding those sites that have true, well-thought-out content, moving away from those that don't. But what's interesting is seeing how these social networks respond. Twitter has purged many millions of accounts in the only a few months. Facebook's purged many as well. Both are responding to not only the public outcry, but also recognition that the content needs of the younger generations and the shifting demographics are changing as well. And what signals to me in terms of content generators, it's a shift from content that doesn't really give any information rather than sheer entertainment value to, comment, to content that comments or remarks on the various social movements, news of the day. And it may be presented in a multitude of ways, but the fact that there is a focus now at all on that, it's a vast shift from where it was before, and when it was traditionally left up kind of the old guard and bastions of news. So for example, I'm a big fan of Philip DeFranco and his drive and attempt to create a news network based on his approach of reporting news on YouTube, and one that I think is unique and a great attempt at trying to bring in people from everywhere in the conversation, and generally presenting an unbiased view as one can. So It, to me, is a new breed and type of show specifically made for a next generation, one that is kind of focused on delivering news via the formats that we consume the most with some entertainment and common sense values thrown in. And in particular, the inclusion of the DeFranco now experiments of where I'm be kind of curious to see where it goes most and how you can get long lasting meaningful contributions when you have a bunch of people trying to contribute and be a part of. So between all of these shifts in algorithms, content prioritization, inclusion of a wider audience, I do think that we are starting to see a titanic shift in how news is reported and shared. What will be interesting is how traditional organizations that do the more uh, you know, long-form reporting uh, that requires a lot of legwork and time need to truly research and break stories that otherwise would be too difficult for small shops to do. How they survive and then thrive in this newer environment. There are many opportunities, but you know, despite all of the negative that has occurred in the past, say five some years, I do think that is moving towards you know a better world with newer careers and more traditional outlets, focusing kind of more on accountability and letting the facts drive the stories. I only hope that the social networks embrace that and help to kind of lead the charge with them. So really, what does that mean for us as web developers, as content creators? You know, where does that focus lie, and what can we do to kind of drive, you know, the views and things that we need, you know, to sustain our business, but at the same time providing the same value, the same usefulness that now these algorithms and uh, you know the overall shift in viewpoints, and what can we do to kind of cater to that? You know, I think that this will be a great opportunity for a lot of folks if they shift a little bit to say, all right, I'm not just going to create headlines and articles that really focus on, you know, what will get me the most views, but what is the best content? And then the views will follow. And it may require creating a lot more content of higher quality, which of course is that much more difficult, but I think it then positions you in a better spot. So trying to bring in some of the recent, you know, news and some of the, um, where you can, which is difficult, some of the social positions, I think can make a big difference in terms of how your news is presented, how your articles are presented and stories. And, you know, if it's a very dry subject, then there's not much you can do about it. But, you know, I think if you're a larger creator or even someone who's trying to be more involved in the current times, then that would be the way. do it. So web developers, you know, it's watching the trends, it's seeing what's happening, but for the most part it's kinda the same thing that's been said for a while, especially since Google was the one that was kinda leading the charge with that is we need quality content and not just things that will tick those boxes and be kinda junk content or just for clickbait views. So I think that it's moving in the right direction and Focusing on that and trying to create great, useful content will really make it the way there, which is what we should be doing anyways. So with that, uh, follow this podcast on Twitter at bitvbyte and Facebook at slash bitvbyte. Thank you for listening, and please join us next week.